0: Welcome, everybody, to Surprisingly Relatable, where we bring you fun and realistic pro tips, knowledge, and hacks you can use for real to build win-win relationships and make work-life balance a reality. My name is Holly Burby, and each week I'll share with you a thought, story, or self-awareness shortcut that will help you to get unstuck, reconnect to your significance and get focused and clear so you can relate to the people you care about the most. I truly believe that if we want to live a life of purpose and passion, it's time we put away the fake nicey-nice and get to the root of how we can actually connect with each other in our homes and communities. That is how we can all succeed and move toward what we each want most. So if you're ready to be surprisingly relatable, and evoke positive change that supports, uplifts, and inspires you and others in the world, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Today I wanna talk with you about the five steps to creating a win-win relationship. Now notice first of all, if I say the word relationship and you may automatically think I'm referring to romantic situations, a spouse, a significant other, a partner in your life, That's not only what this can apply to today. The five steps I'm going to be giving you, this can support you in your home life in general. So if you are looking to improve your relationship with your parents or with your children, with your teenagers, if you work with young people, this could also be incredibly impactful. And in addition to that, I'm so passionate about ensuring that the tips and tricks and tools that I give you in my show, you can use in your home life and in your professional life as well, in the corporate world, executive world. So whether you run a business or you're simply looking to create better team and better partnership with the people that you work with on a daily basis, whether it be the general public or in a leadership team or whatever the dynamic is, we can turn it into a win-win. I wanna start by saying too, that when I describe win-win relationship, sometimes people may think that I'm referring to a compromise. And when it comes to compromise, I want to set aside this notion, this idea that a compromise means that one person's way is going to ultimately be the way that things get done. And therefore, the other person's idea or method or way will not be honored at all. The five steps I'm going to be sharing with you today is a way to create a win-win because it does not automatically mean that one person's method, one person's way is going to be the end all be all. So you might consider this uh, the five steps to creating a win win relationship as five steps to compromise. However, you want to frame it works well. For me, I'm not attached to it, but it is important to me that you understand that this is designed to give every person involved in the situation, in the conflict resolution, or even in just looking for new ways to get things done more efficiently and effectively, this five-step method is designed to give everybody a voice and a purpose. Lastly, before I share with you the first step to creating a win-win relationship, I want to share that some of this content today is inspired by the work and research of Allison A. Armstrong. I am a massive Allison Armstrong fan. She has been a researcher of men for over 35-40 years and that work and research in men has, through PACS out of California has later on <laughs> gone to things that support couples as well. So this, um, some of the steps I'm gonna share with you today are inspired by one of her workshops uh, called Celebrating Partnership. You can find that on Audible. This is not sponsored, this is not promoted, But I love to share my resources with you because although that audio recording of Celebrating Partnership is about um, supporting couples in these heterosexual married relationships, I think it is so applicable to your everyday life also and other relationships in your life that matter to you. The instance you're going to want to put this five-step method into play comes when you have a desire to reduce conflict. So there's a disagreement about how something should be done Or two people, it might not be a conflicting issue, but you just get a feeling that there's some way that everyone could feel that their needs are being met more efficiently, more effectively, and on a regular basis. Step one of this process of creating a win-win relationship is to decide who's going to go first. So I'm going to give this example with person A and person B. So let's say person A feels that they need and they want everything a particular way in a situation. The question person A is going to answer out loud to this person, person B, is they're gonna answer the question, if you could have this 100% your way, what would this look like? How would it go? What would it look like? What would it sound like? What would the timeline be? And then person A has the floor. They get to answer the question. They get to be as detailed as possible. And it is so important that while person A is sharing, if they could have it 100% their way, what they would want it to look like and be like and sound like, etc. it's so important that person B does not interrupt. Person B gets to be an active listener. You want to, if you are person B in this moment, you want to notice how often you want to interrupt Or do you have that temptation to interject and say, we can't do that, that's not possible, that's ridiculous, or have some sort of rebuttal along the way. But this is a critical part of this process. So person A will take the time to say, hey, if this was done 100% my way, this is what it would look like. And partner B will listen without interrupting and give partner A the floor, full attention, and if partner B has any questions or thoughts, sure, jot it down, let's be practical, okay? But it's important to make sure partner A feels complete in sharing what they need, what they want, what it would look like in this scenario. The second step is simply to switch places. So partner B is then going to answer the exact same question. They're gonna put everything, their thoughts on the table. But again, it's so important when partner B does this, that they're not using their sharing time to rebuke what partner A said. They want to use their sharing time to say, if I could have this 100% my way, this is what I think it would look like. These would be my actions. These are the details. This is the timeline. These are the emotions. These are the words that would be said. So partner B will put all of their thoughts on the table. Again, while partner A is an active listener who does not interrupt. And if they have any questions to jot them down. And again, this is about noticing if you are partner A, Do you want to defend yourself? Do you want to make a remark like, hey, what you think is going to work? We've done that before. It's not worth it. We're not going to try that. So this is a mindfulness exercise too for both persons involved because you get to notice when you're in conflict resolution conversations, how often you want to reject what the other person has to say before they're even done saying it. In listening skills 101, one of the things that we point out is notice when you are wanting to interrupt someone and you're not actually listening because you're waiting for your turn to talk. If you're waiting for your turn to talk, you're not actually listening. So, this is a great mindfulness exercise, self awareness exercise of what are the thoughts in your mind as you are listening to the other person, and also to notice when you are actually paying attention and when your mind is drifting off to how you're going to defend yourself in the next breath. So that is step one and step two. Step one and step two is partner A takes their turn, says, if I could have this 100% my way, this is what it would look like. Then partner B gives their side of it. If I could have it 100% my way, this is what it would look like. And then we come to step three of creating a win-win relationship. Step three is now the opportunity for each person to make remarks about what the other person put on the table and mentioned that they would want or they would need or what their idea was. So it's important in step three that partner A is now going to look at what partner B says and partner A is going to say, okay, of the things you mentioned i have questions about xyz and partner a can ask clarifying questions so this step part step three is really about each of you seeking clarity or more specificity about what the person wanted so if they said something like i want more quality time with you on the weekend maybe a specific question that you could ask of that person is how much of the weekend Are we talking two hours on Saturday night? Are we talking about an one hour coffee date on Sunday morning? Or are we talking about family time at the park all afternoon from 12 to 6? Just it sounds very uh, tedious maybe to some of you. Like why do we need to be so detailed? Because oftentimes it is the details where people feel that they are not getting entirely what they need or what they want in that partnership or in that business relationship we use these general terms and general uh, phrases and wordings and assume that oh they should just know what i mean and they they don't so details really matter and the details are actually going to play a very big part in the next two steps as well. So again, step three is now that everything is on the table, both partner A and partner B use this time to ask each other clarifying questions about what the other person meant. And again, it is so important that you notice if you want to use that time to defend yourself or to put down the other person's suggestion or to tell them that what they want is unnecessary or ridiculous or whatever word you might use for it just stick to the plan and make sure the two of you are only using step three to ask clarifying questions of each other which now brings us to step four step four now that both of you have shared individually what you need and what you want if you could have this a hundred percent your way Step three, you've gone ahead and asked your clarifying questions and received the answers to that. Step four is the time where you say, this is what I can get on board with. So this is the beginning of what you may consider compromise. In step four, we're not looking at both option A and option B, person A's way and person B's way and saying, okay, we're going to choose one and go with it we're not doing that in step four partner a will look at what partner b suggested and say okay of everything that you said you want that i could give to you or do something about i can definitely provide to you this and this and this so we're working in the affirmative we're working in the scenario of this is what i can do We're not going to use this moment to look at what the other person asked for or is hoping to accomplish and use the time to say, I couldn't do this and this is ridiculous and there's no way that that's going to be possible. That's simply an ineffective use of our time. Even if you do feel that way, even if you think that what they ask for and what they need is completely ridiculous. We're not going there. That's not the purpose of this exercise. We want this to be positive and proactive. And keeping this attitude in the process is a way of reassuring the two of you that you are a team looking ahead at where you are going together, not using this time and space with each other to put one another down or to disqualify or to put down what the other person feels is important. So after you each have taken time in step four to say, all right, yes, I can give you this thing you mentioned, and yes, I can give you that thing you mentioned, each of you takes your time to do that, you now have a combined list of things that the two of you are on board with. And that brings us to step five in creating a win-win relationship. So in this moment, you two are going to create an agreement And the purpose of an agreement, agreements are different than just talking to someone about something. In an agreement, one person or both persons decide, this is what I can provide to you. This is what it will look like. This will be the timing on it. This is how much time it will take. Perhaps even saying this is a boundary of when it will not happen. But you come to a conclusion of, this is what we are each committed to contributing to one another. This is the by when we will begin implementing this process. And then the two of you say yes to the agreement. Does this sound good to you? Yes. Are you in agreement with this? Yes, I can't even tell you how many times my clients, my coaching clients, the people I've worked with, my students have told me, will I talk to them about it? Talking about something is not enough. We need to have a clear agreement, which means you've stated to a person, This is what I need. This is what I want. You have asked for it. And in this case, in this scenario, each of you have done that and brought to the table. And then you each say, yes, I can do that. And you each agree when this is going to begin. So that's the five-step process to creating and then implementing a win-win relationship or just one facet of a win-win relationship where everyone feels like they have been honored everyone feels that they have been listened to everyone feels like their idea is being incorporated in some way and so after you have done these five steps bonus step for you is when you do begin to implement these steps it is also important that you have an agreement of how you are going to point out when you feel the agreement is not being lived out in real time or moments you feel like the agreement is being broken or about to be broken. Because if the agreement is agreed upon and then one or both persons doesn't acknowledge a moment where it doesn't work, now we have a broken agreement and doing anything in life, not even acknowledging that broken agreement, it begins to break down the level of trust that we have in other people. We don't believe that people will show up for us in the way that they once agreed and promised that they would and that can be detrimental to a relationship even if it's just chipping away at not following through on an agreement oh a little thing here a little thing there that over time chipping away at it will put a giant dent in the trust that the two of you have and sometimes it's irreparable so it's very important that Bonus tip, when you're creating your win-win relationship strategy that you include a quick step at the end to say, all right, if we notice one another is not following through, how do we want to approach this? If we are in the same work environment... Should we just shoot each other an email? Should we text one another and say, hey, let's have a sit down. I noticed our agreement is broken. Should we set a time as a family or as a couple for every Sunday? And part of our Sunday night when we sit down is we talk about, hey, do we feel like we're honoring the agreements that we put forth? But you want to have a game plan. I even have friends of mine that with their significant others, they have a keyword, right? Like they just say the keyword Should be like, anytime I say to you banana, that means I just saw you do something that. You shouldn't have done because you agreed not to. And it's silly and it breaks the ice for the moment, can break the tension. But then they also have the awareness okay, we need to come back to this thing and course correct, adjust the agreement to make sure that it's practical and that it works for us. So I hope these steps were supportive for you. Again, you can use this in conflict resolution when something is actually going wrong, but you can also use this in new business partnerships or in newer relationship situations or in situations where you feel like you and this person just need a fresh start or a recalibration this gets everyone on the same page everyone feels seen and heard and you guess and check as you go you will get better you will become more proficient at creating these agreements and course correcting them and how to navigate that over time trust yourself give it your best shot and i can't wait to hear from you how this worked out for you that's all i have for today So until next time, I'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of someone else who's passionate about creating authentic relationships with people please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as i can so please if you liked what you heard i'd super appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends and until next time show love always in all ways and may you discover that we're all surprisingly relatable.